everyone this is jimmy perry here with the power play podcast and getting back with another re or edit today we got should your chest get soft after a chest workout going back over all the content fixing stuff i didn't admit my stomach is killing me right now <laughs> i didn't know uh, I was about to say, but uh, should your chest get soft after a chest workout is the question I want to get back over, because at first this was like a BS, like I looked at it and I was like, whoa, this is terrible, like the, I mean it wasn't bad, it didn't answer the question, the chest, why would the chest get soft during a workout if your chest getting soft, then hey, go to the hospital, because something is, well you're worried about something and something is obviously wrong, makes complete sense, I get it, nah, that wasn't the question, if the chest shouldn't get soft, uh, maybe you didn't, that's what led me to my answer here, actually. Maybe you didn't stimulate, like, so why is your chest getting soft at the workout? And which the answer to that was maybe you didn't, you weren't actually stimulating your chest muscles at all during the workout. And when you say soft, are you talking like jelly-like soft? Or are you talking about just not being hard? In which case, maybe you actually aren't even, t- I mean, you should be, if you bench pressing, you should be touching your chest unless you just aren't, like, lowering that weight at all. Because you should be activating your chest muscles a little bit at least. But if you if you didn't, then my bad. I had to scratch my arm. But if you if you're not getting a full extension or whatever, or a full contraction or a contraction at all, maybe you need to lower that weight and do something different. But I'm gonna stick to the script. Uh, so that first possibility, maybe you didn't work your chest. Um, you may not have put enough stress on the muscle at the beginning of the workout, and that just happened to have, or and they just so happened to have um, to not have responded to any of the other movements you did for your chest. This dog is a goof i wish i could turn this camera breezy <laughs> wait can i <laughs> he terrible but so uh no so and then what are some movements that aren't great for the chest is I have to put something else in there. I, I actually want to break this up because there's a few movements that aren't great for the chest in this. And then there's like other like subtitles in this. So but why is my chest getting soft to work out? Maybe you're not putting enough stress on the muscle. Uh, and oh, well, what are some movements that are great for the chest? Well, this could be a good explanation. Doing these movements and not getting the full extension or not doing it the right way or whatever may be why may be a good contributing a contributing factor to why your chest is soft your chest shouldn't be soft after you work out uh, so there's flat bench i mean i've heard things about this it's not the best chest developer and i can uh i can i can i agree with this or maybe you're not doing enough work either it's not might not even be the movement it might just be that you're not doing enough work you're not stimulating your muscles enough you didn't uh pre pre uh workout whatever or not pre-workout what's it called Fatigue the muscles, the secondary muscles, so that you can just focus on the chest muscles when you do the flat bench. Because I, I actually did this for a, a decent amount of time. Um, listen, I uh, started like doing tricep extensions. It was a warm up anyway, but I was doing like he- tricep extensions, heavy tricep extensions actually, and uh, tricep extensions. And I would do like one of my accessories before I even did the movement. So if I was doing like flat bench. And it worked actually. I didn't get a lot of weight up, and I was tired when I did the bench press. And I was actually, I wasn't focusing on bench at the time, though. but I was tired when I did the bench press. But I mean, it did work. I my chest muscles, I could feel them. So, 
and then I could, once I'm able to flex the muscle, I know I got blood in there. So, so I know it's activated. Once it's jumping or whatever, I can, you can tell it's activated. So, And then there's a, that was just to explain why, like maybe you're just not doing the work. That was before I even go into any other movements at all. Like, well, with flat bench, yeah, that's not, you're not doing the work. It's not the best mass builder for chest. I've, I agree with that. You don't even feel. Sometimes I didn't even feel. It feel like it was stimulated when I was doing. Unless I really moved, like did super slow reps, and I always focused on speed when I did bench press. So that could explain that. Um, then there's uh, chest flies. With chest flies, uh, it can get difficult to make sure they remain in effective movement because of the way people. Sometimes people don't do them right. I've seen people do them extremely well, and then I've also and I've done this myself. Like I would press, uh, be pressing the weight up. And for me, it actually got to the point where I wasn't even, like, I felt like I was hurting myself. I could feel it in my shoulders. And I already know, like, a certain amount of weight, not good for flies. Well, not a certain amount of weight, but a certain, uh, it's e too easy to progress in a fly. It's too easy to go heavy on them when your body isn't ready. Like, I, I was strong enough to do a fly, but that's because I was recruiting muscles I was using mainly. For me. Like, I was mainly pressing that weight up. I could do 60-pound, you know, flies, 70-pound flies, whatever, but I'm... Um, and for me, that's dope because I was just starting out, but I wasn't, you know, really doing a fly. So I wasn't really just doing the chest. It's, yeah, I didn't even know this is a chest opening movement. I wasn't really doing it. I was pressing the weight up. So I was uh, really even, I was really contracting the muscles. I wasn't even really doing a, I was really contracting the muscles. I wasn't really opening or stretching. I mean, I was stretching the muscle, but I wasn't really stretching the muscle. Cause at the bottom of a press, you stretch the muscle. I just wasn't really, not really. Hmm, that's interesting. But um, then there's push-ups, and it's difficult to make. The reason I say this because it's difficult to make progress with them, especially body. Well, I don't do body weight push-ups anymore. I use resistance bands. But is it with body weight push-ups? You got to do upwards to like four hundred. You got to do five hundred push-ups, six hundred. Like you can get big with them, but. I mean, how big, you got to really throw yourself off, so that's what I did. And then you got to get the, temp, the tempo off and all of that stuff, but too, but no, you really got to go hard with push-ups. And then, so what are some mistakes people make when doing chest workouts? Now, this is aside from just the movement itself. Um, there's mistakes people make, and one of them is benching without a spot. Now, this doesn't go into chest development. Well, this can, actually, because it's some psychological uh Things are going to come to play. But benching without a spotter, well, safety comes first. You don't want to kill yourself while you're benching. And you don't want to get stuck under a weight you can't roll off because you think you can after at a certain point, shit starts to push down to your chest. You can't breathe. I've been in situations where I could not get a barbell. Well, I've never been in a situation where I couldn't get a barbell off my chest. But then you realize after a certain point, another time, like I've been to the point where I couldn't breathe, and I've also been to the point. I've also been to that that point where I couldn't. Um, I started to feel like I couldn't roll it off my chest. So don't kill yourself. And then there's psychological things. Psych the psychological uh, impact. You, if if you're scared, you're not gonna be able to get it up, and that's why you're doing it. Well, that's not might not be why you're doing it, but a reason. Like I would I would bench without a spider because I wanted to, to put that fear in myself. I knew when I had a spider, I never it never felt the same. But if you're scared, you can't get it up. You sometimes don't commit fully, and I, and I get it. You're doing the opposite of what you say you're supposed to, like the, the opposite of what you're uh, aiming for when you make sure you got the spider. But you don't commit fully. You're trying to make sure you're safe so you don't, like, 
you know, might not go all the way down or whatever, and that's not really helping you either, so let's take that into account. Um, don't go too heavy, and then don't get, don't go heavy without a spotter, or safeties, that's nothing. That's, I didn't use a spotter all the time, but when I got smart, I started using safeties, or when I found out about them, I started using safeties, well, not when I found out about them, when I was at a gym that actually had them, I started using safeties and fixed that, because I didn't, I was getting tired of having weights roll off, have to roll weights, roll weights off my chest. Another one's not retracting the scapula. Retracting the scapula is a must. When the shoulders are protracted, we have trouble extending our arms. And then it just, you, you, you sometimes fall into shoulder pain, coming to contact with shoulder pain when you don't retract the scapula. I also don't feel as strong or tight when I don't retract the scapula. So that's you're going off of weight. You don't you just retract the scapula, pull those shoulders back and down. Keep that back against the board or a bench or whatever you're doing. Or arch it, stay in that position. Whenever I came out of that position, scapula's retracted. That was when it was a bad lift. And if you, if you can't keep your scapula retracted, you need to do some work on that, on those muscles that are like the round boys. You can do work on the muscles that retract the scapula and then you also should lower the weight that's another suggestion because if you're not if you i only came out of position when i wasn't you know when weights were too heavy um then not prehabbing the shoulders shoulder pain don't want to hurt yourself um you don't want to mess up your form by not having full use of your body so prehab the shoulders pick up a macer or a uh, what's the thing called? A mace or do some face pulls to get those short, get blood flowing through there, open them up so you don't hurt yourself. Uh, not fully contracting the muscle that goes with too heavy of a weight. If you go too heavy on the movement, you forfeit some of your form alongside that forfeit your, you give some of the stretch you begin if you were lifting an average amount of weight. So don't do that. Um, then pressing the flies, talked about that. Pressing, if you're in your pressing flies, you're like, uh, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what? I'm about to get a better answer. I mean, pressing the flies, just not doing good. I'm sorry, I was looking up an answer, but then I just, just don't get the, the full stretch. Don't waste your time. Like, if you just did dumbbell presses or whatever, don't waste, like, you don't need to do fly. Like, you're not getting that same effect. You're not getting the full effect of the movement by pressing it up. Which I, I'm going to provide a better answer a little later. I just, getting, videos getting a little too long, so... Um, then not hitting the upper chest is another thing. We all have lower and mid chest. That's one of the things I heard from Michael Hearn, and I agree with it. We do. So we got lower chest. Even women have lower chest. One of the things that can add to a, a person's physique is having a well-developed upper chest because it makes the chest pop out look 3D. So I can agree with that. I've seen that. 
my upper chest isn't the most developed. I, my chest is I don't really pay attention to physique as long as I'm super as strong as I can be. But my chest isn't the most developed, and I can I know I get it. Um, not not I get it, but I can say that I can I can attribute a part portion of that to like the upper chest because and then that's mistake I've been making and that's a mistake other people make. Now I seem like a hypocrite for saying this, but I'm learning from this as well. Um, yeah. Um, not paying attention to the negative nothing. And I can say this is important. Negatives, I like negative I like paying attention to the downward motion because or the lowering of the weight because that's how you know you're strong. Anybody can lift and then that's also for me and then I know I'm not going into details or the particulars or whatever, but if I'm you know if you can lift you know if you're good with a weight and if your body if your body can handle a weight if you can lower that mug slowly <laughs> like anybody could throw a weight as fast as they as, as hard as they can up into there like anybody could do that but if you can lower that weight slowly you know you got it and then also you less likely to hurt yourself all types of sh stuff um, but by focusing on and tweaking the speed of the weight and the weight you use on during the eccentric part of the list so if you do an eccentric with a near max eccentric load then you can um and do something called eccentric overload and that's how you can actually get stronger in a lift so and then so what are the best movements to do for the chest muscles well there's dumbbell bench press low incline barbell bench press machine decline press seated machine uh chest press incline dumbbell press dips for press and then incline bench cable fly now all of these slow negatives slow negatives <laughs> just slow negatives and then how to relax chest muscles after you work out well we have the floor chest row i don't really well i do do i don't do this one but you it's prescribed how to do it you hold it one to two minutes and then you perform it a couple times uh i included links is by Corey and booyer pt so physical training explains how you know and then there's door doorway stretch i do this one to a little, uh do this one and then i do like uh just holds it's easy to stretch the chest out. So doorway stretch, doorway roll, and the ball stretch. I don't really do this. It's kind of all this. From, to, it looks to be the same thing. You open in the arms up, and you let blood get into there, and you holding it, and then you put. I put pressure on mine, and then I hold it because it helps me feel like I'm getting getting loose and stuff's opening up. So and then afterwards, I don't ever feel as tight as I usually do when I don't do those things. So thank you for this. Thank you for this. And if you have anything to add, if I'm missing something, please feel free to let me know. Uh, check out the Cora. Check out the podcast. If you don't want to watch the videos, PowerPlay Podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, etc. Check out the website. New content coming. We have programs on the website by everyone. If you have a program you want to add, feel free to let um, message me, email me. My email is on the website. Uh, powerlifting.website. New name coming soon. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.